Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. Hey, Bridget. Are you almost all packed for our vacation to Happy Land theme park and resort? You better believe it, Ryan. I got my sunglasses. I got my sandals. I got my socks for under my sandals. Did you pack sunscreen? Yep. SPF 30, all packed. SPF 30? That's not nearly strong enough. Well, the label says it blocks 97% of all UVB rays. <sighs> you need something stronger. I guess I could pack SPF 50. That blocks 98%. Still not enough. Okay, here, uh, here's a bottle of SPF 100. Not enough. As a fair-skinned redhead, I only use SPF 10,000. <sighs> That's a big bottle. The sunscreen in this bottle blocks 200% of harmful UVB rays. Want to try some? Uh, sure. Wow, when you squeeze the bottle, a whole sweater comes out. Yeah, put it on. It can't be too careful. Well, now I'm just sweating. Are you sure this will stop a sunburn? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the heat locks out the UV rays or something like that. I don't know. Let me give this bottle one more squeeze. Your sunglasses, wide brim hat, full coverage face mask, and SPF leggings. Oh, don't forget the foot protectors. How do I look? You look great. Okay, let's go to Happy Land. Welcome back to Million Bazillion. I'm Ryan. And I'm Bridget, and we help dollars make more sense. I promised Ryan we'd go to Happy Land, so here we are. Wow, it's a paradise of food, fun, and family. Over a hundred roller coasters, two water parks, a slide that goes all the way around the park, characters who sign autographs and take pictures with you, even if you're an adult in your 40s, and churros, literal burrows of churros. Not that kind of burrow. Ah, whatever. Wow, big crowd here today. Lots of lines, and man, $16 for a churro. Not cheap. All right, well, here's today's question. My name is Henry from Minnesota, and I want to know why some jobs get tips and others don't. This is a great question. Thank you, Henry, for sending it in. So the tip we're talking about today is the money we give workers who help us. It's an extra amount on top of our bill. Also sometimes goes by the very cool name gratuity. Tips are optional, but listeners should know, as you start making more and more of the money decisions in your life, you're going to find tips are expected. But knowing when exactly... Yeah, that's the hard part. Yeah. You'll find out that when you should tip and even how much kind of depends on the moment and situation and where you are. It's tough. You know, Ryan, the secret reason I agreed to come to Happy Land is because... I heard the founder of Happy Land has a hidden lair somewhere inside this park. And if you can find it, he'll answer a single question for you. So plan A, we figure out the answer on our own. Plan B, 
We find the Happy Land founder's hidden lair, and he answers the question. Bridget, that's an old Happy Land myth. We've all heard it. It isn't real. Let's just check into our hotel. I heard that all the hotel employees wear big, frilly princess costumes. Okay, well, when we come back, why we tip some jobs and not others is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to tips. So we are going to dive in right after this. And now it's time for asking random kids not-so-random questions. Today's question is, what job do you think should be paid the most money? People that work on an ambulance because they save people's lives on the way to the hospital. Lumberjacks because they have to climb all those high trees. Probably the construction. As a kid, washing cars... And as a grown-up, doing, like, emails like Daddy does. Going to space. A doctor. Working in the hospital. And firefighters because they save people's lives. That was Sebastian and Mia in Minnesota, Joshua in California, Emma in Illinois, Ada in Georgia, and Ellis, Ariana, and Roman in New York. This has been Asking Random Kids Not-So-Random Questions. Welcome back to Million Bazillion. Today, Ryan and I are answering the question, why do some jobs get tips and others don't? And we're doing this all on a visit to Happyland Theme Park and Resort, surrounded by all our favorite characters of public domain fairy tales. You know and love them all. Hansel and Gretel, Marina the Cockroach, Otto the Talking Matzo Ball. We just need to finish checking into the hotel first, and then we can get to answering that question. I, for one, love to tip everybody. But have you ever thought about why you tip in the first place? Um, uh, no, I actually have never thought about why I tip. I know I love doing it. I always make sure to have tons of cash and small bills on me at all times. I mean, who doesn't love giving out random money? It's like being the dang tooth fairy. But no, I don't know exactly why I tip. Bridget, why do I tip? Okay, well, even when a tip is expected, it's supposed to be like an extra thank you for taking such great care of me. Here's a little extra money just for you. Excuse me, ma'am, but that's not exactly right. And may I take your bag, sir? Let go of my bag. I'm the bellhop. I schlep all the bags up to your rooms. Oh, right, the bellhop. The person working at the hotel who helps with things like carrying the guest's luggage. And in this case, while dressed as a beautiful princess... That's right, pal. You got a problem with that? Not at all. Let me show you to your rooms. And the lady has it wrong. Tips aren't a little extra. Excuse me? I'm I'm sorry. I thought... I I thought that that was right. This hotel expects that guests will tip me. They consider it part of my pay. I had no idea the hotel was expecting guests to tip you. And that they consider it part of your pay? So you don't, like, get a paycheck from the hotel? Oh, I do get a paycheck. I have my last one right here, see? With the tiny number? $2.13 an hour? That can't be right. That's less than the minimum wage. The minimum wage is the minimum or least amount your boss is allowed to pay you every hour. And $2.13 is way less than it's supposed to be. It sure is less. The minimum wage is $7.12 an hour or higher in some states. But for jobs that are expected to get tips, Bosses are allowed to pay way less than the minimum wage, and mine does, because they expect me to get tips and make up some of that difference. Man, two thirteen an hour, that's less than the standard rate the Tooth Fairy brings for a tooth. 
I hear that's up to $5 in some cities. I know. I wish I was still losing teeth. Well, thanks for sharing all this with us. I know paychecks are usually something that people keep private. Ryan and I really had no idea. You're welcome. Here are your rooms, by the way. Bridget, you've got a room overlooking the park. Oh, wow. I can see the candy race course from here. I can't wait to ride and eat that race course myself. Hope I don't skid out on the creamy caramel. And Ryan, your room is just down the hall with a view of the parking lot. Oh, cool. Parking lot's cool, too. Have a happy time at Happy Land. So appreciate it. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Thank you. <coughs> oh, yeah, of course. Uh, here's your tip. Uh, thanks for taking such great care of us. Thank you, sir. And uh, here's one last tip for me before you go. Legend has it that there's someone in this very park who, if you can find him, will answer all your questions. You mean the legend is true? I can say no more. Bye. Come on, Bridget. Let's head to the park and ride those rides. So we knew that workers sometimes expect tips, but now we know that some workers are counting on those tips to make a living. But we haven't quite answered Henry's question because he wants to know why we tip some jobs and not others. Ooh, the line for the Happy Land Hall of American History looks pretty short, and I know you'll love it. There are robots of famous people delivering a simplified, kid-friendly history of America. It's great. I guess we have time for one ride. Hi there, I'm Rhonda, your friendly Happy Land Park player. Welcome to the Hall of History. I'll be helping you into your cart. It's shaped like a bald eagle, so sometimes people find it a little tricky to get in. Please keep your arms and legs inside the wings at all times. Here you go, Rhonda, a few dollars to thank you for your service today. Oh, that's very kind of you, but I can't accept tips. Park policy. Oh, sorry, I had no idea. See, we're actually podcasters doing an episode about tipping and why we tip. Oh, you want to learn about the history of tipping? The Hall of History doesn't really cover that. Oh, we didn't think the ride would actually cover tipping. Why don't you just come this way? Oh, okay. Whoa. Are we behind the ride? This is so cool. I always wondered what the back of George Washington's wig looked like. If you want to learn about the history of tipping, this ride really isn't going to cut it. Lucky for you, I actually have a PhD in history, which I needed to apply for this job. So I can fill in the extra details about tipping that you'd never get on the regular ride. Um, okay. Oh, look, it's an animatronic Lin-Manuel Marimba as Alexander Hamilton, friend of the show. Yeah, come on, follow me. Let's skip forward. And just like that, Abraham Lincoln and his tall, tall hat ended the Civil War. But the nation had to rebuild. I'm pretty sure a hat, no matter how tall, tall it was, didn't actually have much to do with ending the Civil War. So tipping has been going on for centuries. But in this country, the moment that it really started becoming important was right after the Civil War. Oh, do podcasters know what the Civil War is? Of course we do. It was a war fought between northern and southern states. And at the end of it, the country outlawed the enslavement of people. 
Yeah, but after the Civil War, racism and unfairness towards Black people still existed. Some Black workers weren't allowed to take certain jobs. Instead, they were pushed into jobs that didn't pay very much, including ones that didn't actually pay them anything at all. But they could accept tips from customers. And a lot of these jobs were in restaurants and hotels. Whoa, that is bananas, that people would be expected to work a job that didn't pay them? But that must be part of the answer to Henry's question. Still to this day, we're used to tipping people who work in restaurants and cafes and in hotels. And just like that, the nation was rebuilt and everything was fair again forever. Yeah, the ride's wrong about that, too. Things weren't all fair again after that. Come on. Let's take this shortcut through here. Aw, we're missing out on some of the best parts, like where Abraham Lincoln does the Charleston with Amelia Earhart. They weren't even alive at the same time. It was the 1960s. Hippies grew their hair long and marched through the streets to protest barbers trying to cut their hair. That's not what really happened. Did you two know that when people work jobs that accept tips, they can be paid at a lower minimum wage than workers who aren't tipped? We actually did know that, as a matter of fact. Back in the 1960s, U.S. lawmakers passed some laws meant to protect workers, including laws that said that jobs had to be paid at least the minimum wage. But those lawmakers chose not to include certain jobs. Jobs that were often done by Black Americans, like restaurant work or jobs in hotels. And we basically still follow those laws today. The more we learn about why our economy works the way it does, the more we find out that sometimes unfairness and greed in the past is the reason we do things a certain way now. But if we see something that's not fair, we can and should call it out. And that's the day President Nixon met Austin Powers and said, Groovy, baby. Well, I hope I helped you both. Sorry to cut this short, but I need to get back. Oh, sure, of course. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Aw, man, we're skipping past the part where Steve Jobs and Urkel invent the computer. Urkel's not even a real person. I Forget it. <clears throat> Thank you for visiting the Hall of History. We hope you enjoyed your time at Happy Land Theme Park and Resort. If you enjoyed this ride, leave us a five-star review. Thanks for the private tour, Rhonda. Have a great day. How... Wow, I'll never look at the Hall of History the same again, wow. And I think we've answered at least part of Henry's question. We tip some jobs and not others because our country has laws that let bosses pay their workers less than the minimum wage. Those workers depend on tips from customers to help them make enough money to live on. That's right. I'm just still confused. We must be missing something. Because we tip all kinds of people who make more than $2 an hour and who don't have bosses who expect them to be paid with tips. Like, what about when I get my hair cut? I tip my hairdresser and they don't even have a boss. Okay, that's true. I think for those questions, I mean, they're just so tricky. It just always depends. Ugh. Okay, we have no choice. We've got to reach the Happy Land founder's hidden lair and get the founder of Happy Land to answer our question. <laughs> that's impossible. No one's ever found it. Plus, Happy Land's been around for decades. The founder would have to be, like, over 100 years old. Doesn't mean we don't try. we got to use every tool and smarts we've got to find that secret lair. Because if we don't, we're going to leave our audience with more questions than answers. Um, uh, Bridget, might that part involve the purchase of another churro? Maybe. I need to check my bank account. After this. 
Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. Okay, welcome back to Million Bazillion. We're here at Happy Land Theme Park and Resort spending hundreds of dollars to answer Henry's question, why do some jobs get tips and others don't? Psst, hey, you got a question you want answered? Hey, it's Otto the Talking Matzo Ball. Yeah, well, to get the answer you seek, you go to the top of the Peppermint Candy Castle. The Peppermint Candy Castle? The castle that overlooks the entire park and has the windiest staircase in the world? They say that no guest has ever made it to the top. We've got to do it, Ryan. For Henry. Yeah, you got to do it for Henry. Be careful, though. If you get hurt, the park takes no legal responsibility. Oh, okay. I think, I think we must be near the top. Yeah. I can't climb another flight. It's too much. Wait, Bridget. I think this is it. This is the famous yellow door of destiny. Okay, uh, let's knock on it. Can I help you? Wow. It's the founder of Happy Land, Mort Bisbee. Hi, uh, we're podcasters trying to learn about tips. We heard that you can find the founder of Happy Land here at the top of the Peppermint Candy Castle and that you would answer all of our questions. Oh yeah, I know, I've been watching you. I created this park a half century ago with nothing but a dream and a stretch of orange groves bought very cheap. Here in my perch, high above the Peppermint Candy Castle, I see all, and my cameras too. You learn a lot about people up here. You'd never believe how many adults get scared when the lights on the rides go out. What about a tipping? A tipping thing is the main thing we're after in this episode. Do you have any water up here? Never been asked about tips before. Tipping is one of those things everyone has their own idea about how to do it. So that makes understanding how to do it kind of complicated and confusing. Yeah, we noticed, yeah. With tipping, there's no rule book to follow, but there are some rules of thumb. You mean, uh, rules of thumbs? What did I say? Rules of thumb. It's a bunch of rules, but the same thumb. So, rules of thumb. Okay, whatever, go on. Yeah, like, you know, if you could just give us a few tips that we can sort of use in many different situations, that would be really great. Okay, here goes. If you have been served, a tip is deserved. <laughs> that rhymes. I like it. So we should just plan on tipping someone who's serving or directly helping us, whether we know they're working for tips or not. Exactly. Usually, if food is involved, you'll want to plan on tipping. Let's zoom our cameras into the Happy Land Family Fun Time Brisket Barbecue Bivouac and Iced Creamery. I love the Happy Land Family Fun Time Brisket Barbecue Bivouac and Iced Creamery. Yeah, it's fun for the whole family. I see customers everywhere finishing their meals and leaving tips on the table for their waiter. It's beautiful. 
Second rule, there's no set amount for a tip. But rule of thumb, the right amount generally depends on the size of your bill. The bigger the bill, the bigger the tip. How much are we leaving for a tip? Back in my day, we never tip more than 10%. No way. I never tip less than 15%. Sometimes even 20. I couldn't look the waiter in the eye. 30% is the new 20%. Besides, the only options on the iPad are 25, 30, and 35. But then again, even with that rule of thumb, the amount we tip has gone up over time. You've heard of inflation. Well, this is tipflation. The technology we now use to pay for things sometimes has preset tip amounts that are higher or lower than we want. You should put in a 125% button. I'd be mashing that button all day. I'm just that generous. And third, if you're going to a new place and you're not sure how much to tip or if tips are expected, you can always research to find out or ask someone. Interesting. So what about, like, cops? Should I tip a cop when they're keeping me safe by writing me a traffic ticket? What? No, that's not a tip. That would be considered a bribe, and that's illegal. You could be arrested for trying to give money to a policeman. Okay, good to know. Mental note. Don't give any more money to the cops. Uh, but I still love tipping. Mr. Bisbee, thank you for everything. You've helped us answer a really important question about tipping. And now, Ryan and I should probably let you get back to all the important work you're doing. Yeah, I should probably go back into my cryogenic pod, I mean, office. Oh, wait, let me just pull this lever, and the stairs will turn into a slide. One, two... Oh, oh, wait, I'm not ready yet. Ah, we're sliding out of control! How many loops are we gonna do? The G-force is too much to handle! Let's take a little break and we'll recap what we learned about tipping when we come back! Ah! Hi, I'm Andrew from Phoenix, Arizona. This is Here's How! Here's how to figure out a tip. A tip is usually meant to be a percentage of your bill. So here's an easy way to figure out how much you're supposed to leave. Look at your bill. Then move the decimal point over to the left one space. That number is 10%. For a 20% tip, double that number. So let's say that your bill is $18.35. Move the decimal over one to the left. 10% is $1.80. Double that number for 20%. A dollar eighty plus a dollar eighty is two dollars plus a dollar sixty. That's three sixty. Now you know how. Ah! Oh, what a ride! Awesome. Can we do it again? No. So it looks like our time at Happy Land is coming to an end. I had a pretty good time. Rode a few rides, looked at security footage of people eating. No sunburn. I'll take that as a win. So Ryan, what did we learn about tipping? Well, I think we learned a lot. 
Like tipping is technically for jobs where the boss has special permission not to pay their workers the usual minimum wage. Because while it's optional, it's expected that customers will pay the rest so those workers make enough money to live. And that's why I always love giving tips. It could make someone's day. And as you can tell, it can be tricky to figure out who should be tipped and how much. It's safe to assume you should tip someone if they're giving you a service or serving you, like a waiter at a restaurant. And you can look for other cues, too, like if there's a tip jar or a line on your receipt for the tip. Sometimes you just need to do some research to find out what's expected in a certain place. Rules and ways of doing things are different just depending on your country and state. Yeah, tipping sure is complicated. Oh, my gosh. It's Hank, the Happy Land Squirrel. He's been my favorite character since I was little. We need to go get our picture with Hank. Let's go. Hey, y'all. It's me, Hank, the Happy Land Squirrel. Ooh, can we get a picture with you, Hank? Hey, y'all. It's me, Hank, the Happy Land Squirrel. Yeah, you already said that. Can we take a picture with you? Oh, oh, oh. You betcha, friend. Smile. Oh, I wasn't ready. I blinked. Can we go again? If you had a happy day at Happy Land, tip your pal Hank. A tip? Can we take another picture? Happy, happy, happy. Hey, y'all. It's me. Hank the Happy Land Squirrel. He's not a real person inside a squirrel costume. Hank is a robot. And it asked for a tip? I've heard about this. Systems like this are starting to include a tip option. Ryan, don't leave a tip. It's a machine. But it says on this little tab here, I could tip Hank 5, 10, 20. What what do I do? What do I do? I, I, I can't resist tipping. Thank you for the tip of $100. One hundred dollars? Wait, wait, I I pressed ten. I meant ten. But it's a robot. What's it going to buy? I don't know. Like some bolts for lunch. It's not going to buy bolts for lunch. We got to get that money back. We need someone to help us. You two seem to be having a problem. Can I be of assistance? Oh, Rhonda, maybe you can help us. Ryan just tipped this robot. You two seem to be having a problem. Can I be of assistance? Rhonda, are you a... You couldn't be. If you enjoyed the service of... Rhonda bought today. Feel free to leave Rhonda bought a tip. Ah! Thank you for listening to this episode of Million Bazillion. If you have a question you want answered, please send it to us at our website, marketplace.org slash million. And while you're there, sign up for our newsletter. You'll get an email every time we publish a new episode, along with discussion questions to keep those conversations going at home. Next week, we're going to answer a question about Ponzi schemes. It's going to be great. And for this episode all about tipping, we wanted to thank Ben Zipperer at the Economic Policy Institute and Dr. Meng Zhu at the Johns Hopkins Carey Business School. Million Bazillion is brought to you by Marketplace from American Public Media. This episode was written and hosted by me, Ryan Perez. Bridget Bodner is my co-host and the director of podcasts at Marketplace. This episode was also voiced by Kimberly Adams, Sabri Beneshore, David Brancaccio, Courtney and Joe Bergseeker, David Escobar, Rima Crace, Jasmine Romero, Ava and Jen Rosenbaum, Nova Sappho, and Daniel Shin. Jasmine Romero is our editor. Courtney Bergseeker is our producer. Nilu Shabandi is our intern. Our sound designers are Chris Julin and Becca Weinman. Becca Weinman also mixed this episode. 
Our theme music was created by Wonderly. Francesca Levy is the executive director of digital at Marketplace. Neil Scarborough is the VP and general manager. Million Bazillion is funded in part by the Cy Sims Foundation, partnering with organizations and people working for a better and more just future since 1985. And special thanks to the Ranzetta Family Charitable Fund and NextGen Personal Finance for providing the startup funding for this podcast and continuing to support Marketplace in our work to make younger audiences smarter about the economy. If Million Bazillion is helping your family have important conversations about money, consider making a one-time donation today at marketplace.org slash give million. Thanks for your support.